We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Notre Dame fans, welcome to irishbreakdown.com. We are going to talk today about the Notre Dame 2020 and 2021 hockey season, which kicks off tonight at uh, Notre Dame against Wisconsin. So uh, we are here joined by Darren Pritchett of WSBT to preview Notre Dame season and their kickoff tonight. Uh, Darren, thanks for joining us and thanks for uh, coming on with us to talk some Notre Dame hockey. My pleasure, Brian. Anytime. So let's kind of kick things off. Obviously, Notre Dame is going into the 16th season of Jeff Jackson's tenure in South Bend, fourth year in the Big Ten. Obviously, the Big Ten uh, got off to a pretty good start for Notre Dame being in the Big Ten, won a conference title and a conference tournament title in year one, won the tournament again in year two. Last season in year three, however, Notre Dame went 15-15-7, and seven, lost in the quarterfinals uh, to Minnesota. So as Notre Dame enters year four in the Big Ten, we have to ask, Darren, let's start it off with this. It was last season sort of a, a you know, they'd lost some big-time players from the previous two teams. It was just a down year. They're trending back up. Or was that the beginning of maybe a downward slide for Notre Dame? No, Brian, I think this is just one of those situations. It's a cumulative effect. They have lost a lot of high-end players early to the National Hockey League. It kind of started with Benny Hedestroza. Andrew Ogilvy left early after that national runner-up team. So, They've lost a lot of key players, and it takes a little time to get some of those elite guys back in the program. And I think this hockey team right now, Brian, they're just going to have to learn to score because last year, 2.54 goals per game is just not enough. Even their goals against average was higher than normal. So this was a rare, I guess, off year for this hockey team. If they score a little more this year, they have a chance to have a much better season than last year. Now they're uh, predicted that they're tied for third in the preseason polls in the Big Ten behind Minnesota, who's number one, Michigan number two, and they're tied with Ohio State. 
when you look at this this year in the Big Ten, Darren, do you feel do you feel this Notre Dame team has some of the parts that if you know that they can maybe go out and and have that bounce back year and do some things that you think they need to do? You know, Brian. First off, I'll say the coaches did a pretty good job with the poll. I think those of us who broadcast have kind of talked, and we felt like Minnesota and Michigan, their rosters looked the best, and they deserved to be the favorites in the Big Ten. So I think the coaches are obviously pretty smart. They knew what they're doing with the voting. But I think this is such a balanced Big Ten. I think anywhere between third and seventh, you could just kind of throw the balls up in the air, and they could come down in any order every different time. So I think this is a Notre Dame hockey team that has a chance to be an above 500 team compared to what they were last year, which was 500. But it's going to be really, really challenging. It is such a balanced conference. It's almost like the Big Ten in basketball right now, where there's probably 10 or 11 teams that could make the tournament. You could argue there might be six, even all seven of the teams have a realistic chance to have an opportunity to go to the NCAA tournament at the end of the year. Well, and then as you kind of look at Notre Dame and what they need to do this year, who are a couple top players that you look at to say these are players that Notre Dame fans need to keep, uh, keep an eye on as being some of those, you know, that, that next level standouts, guys that are ready to take their game to another level uh, to help this team achieve its goals this season? Well, I've been talking offense, offense, offense. That's got to get better. You do have the top point man from last year back and Alex Steves. He's a junior winger with a really good scoring touch. Coach Jackson has talked a lot about Jake Pavanka, whose dad played in the NHL for the Washington Capitals for a long time, Michael Pavanka. He's been a very solid center for this team. He takes care of his business in the defensive end. He's a smart player. But I think Jeff wants to see a little more offense, and he has told us before the season started, you're starting to see a little bit more of that talent come out, and he could be a real difference maker on this team. And then along the blue line, I got to go with Spencer Stasny, and Matt Hellickson. Hellickson's one of the few seniors on this hockey team, a draft pick of the New Jersey Devils. Just handles the puck extremely well, can move it quickly, which is a nice way to get more scoring going. If you get the puck out of your zone quickly with a good pass to center ice and off you go, it gives the forwards a great opportunity to get the job done. So he's a great puck handler, good skater. And Stasny has a really interesting ceiling, a draft pick of the Nashville Predators. He hasn't shown a lot of scoring touch yet, but I feel like it is in him. Maybe he's just not shooting enough at this particular moment, but he's big, he's physical, he skates well, he handles his own end very, very well. So I think you'll see a lot of 24 Stasny and five Hellickson on the ice late in third periods trying to preserve leads so this Irish hockey team can kind of move back up those Big Ten standings. Now, Stasny obviously was a second-team preseason All-Big Ten player, and Hellickson was an honorable mention All-Big Ten player. Uh, now, in the net, you obviously lose Cade Morris, who who uh, was a guy that certainly had some big moments in Notre Dame's Big Ten uh, conference title runs. Who's going to replace him back there? They feel really good about their goaltending situation. They've got a sophomore in Ryan Bischel, who played early last year when Cale was sidelined with an injury. And then you've got Dylan St. Cyr, who's been with this program for a good amount of time. And he's been waiting for his opportunity. To be honest, Brian, I think everybody figured Kale would have went pro before last year. It didn't work out. So Dylan did not play at all last year, preserving a year of eligibility. He's the guy that came through the U.S. Hockey Developmental Program. He is an amazing mover of the puck. He had a seven-assist season his last year with the under-18 team with the U.S. Developmental Program. He's not the biggest guy, but very, very athletic. And a little side story, Brian, with Dylan St. Cyr, his mom, 
was the first ever female goaltender to play in the NHL, played for the Tampa Bay Lightning in a couple of exhibition games in the 90s, and now she has a brand-new children's book. So I think if Dylan has a good start to the year, that book might get a little more publicity along the way. Well, that's a very, very interesting backstory. So I'm sure we'll hear, we'll hear a lot about that. Now, uh, obviously, any, any sport, Darren, you always look for the, the next, the new wave of players. Notre Dame has, I believe, five freshmen coming in this year. There's two freshmen, as I've kind of done my homework getting ready for this, there's two freshmen that I see a lot about. That's Landon Slagger and Ryder Rolston. What can Notre Dame fan, fans expect from these two players, and do you see them being able to come in and have an immediate impact for Notre Dame? Well, I think that would be a big boost to the depth of our lineup if they can come in and produce. You don't want to put too many expectations on a freshman, but I think with these two, they're very intriguing players from what I understand. I haven't had a chance to see practice yet due to the environment we're in right now. But Landon Slaggard obviously has been around the program for a long time with his dad, Andy, being a part of the coaching staff. His big brother, Graham, is a junior on this hockey team. And Landon was just drafted by the Chicago Blackhawks in the third round. A physical player, tough around the net. From what I'm told, a good goal scorer from the dots in. So maybe one of those more physical guys around the net that's going to do some damage, maybe some rebound goals. And then Ryan Ralston, his dad, Brian, Played in the NHL for a long time, won the Stanley Cup. Coach Jackson at Lake Superior State coached Brian Ralston. So this is the first time Jeff has coached a dad and now a son. He says he's retiring once he gets to grandkids. <laughs> but Ryan's a really interesting player from the developmental program. Had 20 goals with the under-18 team last year. I know Jeff has mentioned he's really good with the puck. He's a good goal scorer. And he needs to learn a little bit more about how to play the game without the puck, which is vitally important but two high-end players that I think are going to add a lot of depth to the forward group and are going to have, I think, a big role in what this team's going to be able to do this year. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. Uh Look at, is there one or two break guys on the roster that maybe played a little bit last year, weren't key contributors that you think have a chance to kind of step into some of those open, you know, because Cam Morrison's gone, Torriadello's gone, Cal Burke is gone. So there's obviously some opportunities for guys to step into roles. Is there anybody that you could see kind of emerging and having a bit of a a breakout season for Notre Dame, maybe not top goal scorer, but just somebody that can kind of step in and and serve like a really important role with this team? Well, Brian, I'm just going to base this answer on what Coach Jackson has told me. He really likes Zach Polinski. He's a defenseman from Alaska, and this was a very late get. Brian, recruiting is crazy in hockey compared to football. You're (laughs) seeing 14-year-olds commit to colleges nowadays. It's, It's an amazing cycle. In fact, Notre Dame Next year and the year after that has probably the best recruiting classes in college hockey. Now, can you keep them together? It's more of a challenge in college hockey with junior hockey and other things that could come about. But I think Plasinski's a guy that's going to come in and help with the defense. They lost a very dependable player in Torrey Dello along the blue line last year. He graduated, was a great team guy. So that's a big loss. So I think they feel like Plasinski will come in and probably be a a guy in the third defensive pairing at this particular time, but a player they really feel like they stole back in August. So they have a lot of high expectations for him. And you kind of touched on the other guys. I think Ralston and Slaggard are obvious guys to choose. Graham Slaggard, the older brother of the Slaggards, is moving to center this year, and there are a lot more responsibilities that come with the center. So I think they feel like they can get the most out of him playing the center position this year. 
Now, tonight, Notre Dame kicks the season off at 7 o'clock. The, the game is going to be on NBC Sports. Uh, Darren, I believe you're also going to be calling the game. All right, so number one, uh, tell people where they can tune in and hear the play-by-play -play for this game. And then number two, just give us a quick preview of what you're going to be looking for tonight in this matchup that makes you say, yes, Notre Dame is taking steps towards bouncing back and once again being a contender in the Big Ten. Okay, first off, if you're in the South Bend area, every game is on Z94.3 FM. If you're outside the South Bend area, we are not allowed to stream. You have to go to either und.com or if you get the Notre Dame app, go to the hockey schedule. You'll find the game. Click on the live stream, and you'll be ready to go for tonight's game. You know, it's always interesting, probably like you knew from your football coaching days, that first game you just never know what to expect. And I always get to see them practice a couple of times, so I'm kind of blind going into this one. I'm curious to see what the goaltending looks like. I think there's the capabilities by having a really good defensive group ahead of the goaltender, which gives St. Cyr and Bischel a great opportunity. From what I understand, St. Cyr came back motivated and with that little fire in his eye that this is my opportunity. So I expect him to be the guy tonight for Notre Dame. From an offensive standpoint, I'm just kind of curious to see if there is a little more scoring touch because, Brian, from what I understand, they've done a lot of individual skill work during this whole pandemic. They get to school. In July, they start practicing in August. You normally play in October. So they've had extra time for individual work with players. And I know they've tried to play every Saturday just to give the guys some fun time. But I'm just curious to see if that extra time doing individual skill work will bring out a little more offense in this hockey team. Well, that's going to do it. Make sure you stay locked in to irishbreakdown.com for a recap of the game tonight. And, of course, uh, tune in to listen to Darren calling the play-by-play -play this game. So Notre Dame is going to play tonight and tomorrow night against Wisconsin, correct? Going to start off a two-game series, and then there's, then there's going to be fall break right around the corner and get back at it. And I, I noticed there's an, an interesting situation with the Big Ten and Arizona State playing this year. So, so that's going to be interesting. So make sure you stay locked into that and uh, tune in tonight. And, Darren, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us, and thanks for talking a little Notre Dame hockey with me. Thanks, Brian. Go Irish. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.